Defended by Simmons. Is this the Tiger? Hello and welcome back to the Battleborn Blue Jays podcast. I'm your host as always, Joshua Anselmo, here to talk to you guys today about your favorite team in the MLB, your Toronto Maple Leafs. My co-host Nick Veloch is still out due to illness, so he is not here on today's uh, series review, which is the first one in Battleborn fan talk history so i'll be doing this one solo we hope to get nick back real soon uh, especially for this big series coming up against the new york yankees as soon as tomorrow or sometimes at the depending on the time you're listening to this could be tonight as well but let's go back to opening weekend at rogers center where the jays won two of three against the texas rangers in their opening set uh the texas rangers a team i mentioned in the preview that went out and after it this offseason, they spent half a billion dollars on two middle infielders in Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. And man, did they deliver in this series. Obviously, Simeon, you know, it's a guy we all know pretty well and what he did last year with our Toronto Blue Jays. The Jays did put up uh, quite the fight, though. They did win two of the three. They did fall in the series finale. But credit to them. They were awesome in the series. From the offensive standpoint, pitching does need some work. There is some concern with some of the arms, but, you know, it's overreaction April is what I call it. Uh, So, you know, yes, Jose Barrios did start the season off getting absolutely shelled, uh, pulled in the first inning. Uh, That was something I did not expect at all. Uh, But, you know, Barrios, that's our guy. And I told you guys, that's going to be our guy for the year. I have full faith in him. You could see that it was more the nerves. He went only one out, giving up three hits, four runs, four earned runs, one home run, two walks, and it was tough for him. You know, it was. He couldn't find the, um, you know, I guess his groove. Uh, his strikes to ball ratio was 18 strikes to 16 for pitches caught. So, you know, Barrios, he is going to be our front staff starter front of the line guy he's going to be relied on with Kevin Gosman but it he just didn't have his stuff in this one it was clear from the get-go the Rangers started off this game with a four nothing lead after the first inning the Rogers Center was quiet um you know as expected this team has such high expectations being there in attendance it almost felt fake uh you know knowing the score was four nothing after the top of the first but then after the first two innings, it was 6 nothing. the Texas Rangers. It wasn't until the fourth inning in which the Rangers scored to make it 7 nothing in the back end of the fourth inning. The Toronto Blue Jays put up three runs in the fifth inning, put up four runs thanks to a Teoscar shot to right field outside the ballpark. And then after that, the 6, 7, and 8 innings, the Jays put up one run in each of those. To give themselves a 10 to 8 lead to win this ball game. The win went to Adam Simber, of course. One inning pitched, one hit, one run, one earned run. Uh, the loss went to Dennis Santana of Texas. 1.1 innings pitched, one hit, one earned, one K, one walk. And the save, his first of the year in this one, was to the great Canadian Jordan Romano, who threw an inning with two Ks. Um, you know, he came in, really snuffed out any chance at a Texas comeback. 
which is why you got to love this guy. Um, but, you know, it was the bottom of the fifth. And Teoscar Hernandez, his first home run, which scored Vladimir Guerrero and Bo Bichette to deep right field. Describing the electricity being there in attendance is undescribable. And there's nothing I want to do more than just live that moment over and over again. And with that, let's get the audio. Credit to Sportsnet and what they do over there. Great coverage of our Toronto Blue Jays. Here is the clip of Teoscar. When that ball left the bat of Teoscar, you just had that feeling it was gone. It was electric. Jays came back to win 10-8 in opening night. You know, this team is never out of it. And that's what I love so much about them. But with that, let's go to Saturday night's Saturday Saturday's <laughs> afternoon performance in which the Jays won 4-3 over the Texas Rangers. Um... The win went to Trevor Richards of the Blue Jays. One inning pitched, one hit, one K, one walk. The loss went to Brett Martin of the Texas Rangers. 0.2 innings pitched, two hits, one run, one earned run, one K. And the save, his second of the year and second of the weekend to Jordan Romano, who went one inning pitch, zero hits, zero earned, zero K, zero walks. Great performance from him in both outings so far. So he looks ready to go after you know, some concern with his ankle injury but Vladimir Carrero he started this one off with a single Bobachet went to third base George Springer scored Lourdes Gurriel then reaches on a fielder's choice to the third baseman uh, Vladimir Guerrero at, was out at second base and then Bobachet scored so Jays obviously started off better in this one two nothing after the you know first inning then we go to the top of the third former Blue Jay Marcus Simeon doubles to shallow left field Brad Miller Went to third base, and Jonah Heim scores. Then Corey Seager grounds out to shallow infield. Matt Chapman and to Vladimir Guerrero, but Brad Miller scored. So at this time, you know, the game was tied here in the top of the third. But Nathaniel Lowe singles to deep left center. Marcus scored to give Texas the lead. It wasn't until Bobochet homered to center field in the fifth inning. And then Santiago Espinal wins it for the Jays in the sixth tier by doubling to deep left center field, and Rymel Tapia scored. Obviously, that wasn't walk-off in the sixth inning, but that was the winning hit of this ballgame to give the Jays another victory. Attendance for this one was 43,386, so the crowd was loud on the second game of the year. It sounded absolutely refreshing, is what I'm going to say, knowing that we survived the pandemic and that we were able to have a full building in Rogers Center like that. Uh, the opening night attendance was 45,022 people. Um, so, you know, the first two games, Jays started off on a roll. Then the third game today, it got a little dark. The Texas Rangers, 12, our Toronto Blue Jays, 6. Uh, the Jays started off so well in this one, scoring four runs in the first inning. Uh, you know, George Springer powered one right out of the park. And then Matt Chapman scored a three-run shot. Then Texas, you know, who else besides Nick Solak, the guy I mentioned in the pregame, uh, he got his first homer of the year. But then after that, the, yes, the Jays did put one up after Danny Jansen scored his second home run of the year. But then, you know, once Vladdy hit a moonshot 
to center field as well. It kind of went downhill from that. Ibanez, Colberson, Heim, Brad Miller again, Corey Seager, Nathaniel Lowe, Brad Miller twice, Jonah Heim and Brad Miller for a third time just continued to pour on offense for the Texas Rangers as they scored runners in all 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 day after this one. I'm so confused. I've been recording so many episodes today on schedules that I'm losing track of what day it is today and what games I've been watching. But this game was certainly tough. Hunjin Ryu took the mound. Uh, I thought he was going to have a bounce back performance this year. Uh, clearly not the game that you want to open out with. He started off pretty good, um, but he did get yanked. It was after he got hit by a pitch into the ankle. I mean, uh, sorry, his knee, which I believe lower left knee. Uh, the training staff came out to look at him. They did yank him, but I think he was coming out of this game regardless. His line, 3.1 innings pitched, five hits, six runs, six earned runs, one home run for four Ks, two walks. Obviously, it's tough, um, you know, but he did leave uh, in a, you know, no decision, so he did not get the loss. But Julian Merriweather came in, served up two hits, one earned run, two Ks, uh, and he did suffer the loss. But Ross Tripling came in after that. He gave up two earned. David Phelps gave up an earned run, and Taylor Salcedo gave up another two earned runs. So it was definitely not the Blue Jays' afternoon after the first couple innings. It's like they almost, it's like the pitching took their foot off the gas, um, and it just built up so much that the Jays couldn't rebound. Uh, George Springer got his first home run as a DH. Uh, Bo Bichette bat, batted second in this one. Vladdy was third. Teoscar four. Gurriel five. I kind of like this way of the pecking order. I know there's a lot of people that want to see Bo hit in the four spot, um, but, you know, I think that this team's very versatile in that stuff that, you know, they're fortunate that they can move people around with ease. But with that, let's look at either tomorrow or tonight's uh, preview if you are listening to this one. And that is your Toronto Blue Jays, who are 2-1, third in the AL East right now, taking on the New York Yankees, who are 2-0 and second in the AL East. The starting pitchers for this one will be Alec Manoa going against Jamison Tyon. Obviously, no Boracki and Nate Pearson as they are still on the 10-day IL. And, you know, the Yankees are looking like a healthy team in this one. Uh, the Jays have scored the second most runs in the MLB uh, to date so far. Um, the Yankees offense has, you know, scored pretty well too. They're eighth. Um, runs allowed, though, the Yankees are a lot better. And their pitching has been a lot more solid than the Blue Jays, which is expected, obviously. They've had lower scoring matchups compared to the Jays' higher scoring matchups. But... The average is up there in the Jays' advantage right now. The on-base percentage is in the Jays' advantage. The slugging percentage is also in the Jays' advantage. Even the OPS. Uh, the Yankees have hit more home runs. Um, you know, so that's something to watch out for. Actually, no. Yeah. The the Jays will have more home, homers than the Yankees after today's performance. So, never mind. That's in the Jays' favor. Um, but stolen bases, these teams don't run a lot. They haven't ran yet this year, so that's something to watch out for. Uh, in terms of ERA, Yankees are clearly uh, ahead. But this is, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt, right? Like, we're talking about the numbers right now and the analytics side of things. The Yankees versus the Jays is a very hyped-up matchup. These are two very good baseball teams, two very strong baseball teams, two very offensive baseball teams. We all know the power the Yankees possess. Josh Donaldson is here now. 
Got a 300 average so far on the year. Aaron Judge, who turned down a mega extension at the age of 30 years old, who is going to take a flyer on himself and play this year, being in a contract year, uh, in hopes to be getting a better deal. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised with that. Obviously, you know, he hasn't been able to stay healthy recently. If he wants to take that bet on himself that he truly believes that he is the best player in this league or one of the best, and he deserves a lot more money than what the Yankees offered him, then, you know, credit to him. But do you really want to play a full year in a contract year? I don't know. Like, in my standards, if somebody offered that money, I'm probably going to take it. I know it's easy to say in our shoes because we're looking at the money and we're like, hey, dude, like how? But if you're Aaron Judge and you're that competitive and you believe you have more to give, then right on him for being tough and holding his position. He did set a date for himself that if he did not get an extension by opening day completed by first pitch, that he will not be signing an extension throughout the season. Obviously, the Yankees acquired Isaiah Kenner-Falefa in the offseason. So, you know, that's a new bat to the lineup for them. Giancarlo Stanton is still here mashing baseballs. He Higashioka is always a name I have trouble saying. It's always a name I have trouble saying. But I shouldn't because this guy always seems to play good against the Blue Jays. Kyle Higashioka somehow always plays good against the Blue Jays. I remember his three-home run game one time. I think it was that. It was in 2020. This guy, for some reason, always lives up to it when he plays the Jays. I don't know what it is. This year, he's got a 143 average. So, you know, his bat's not really, you know, there. It was there in spring training. This guy mashed, I think, four home runs. Uh, So, he's obviously the starting catcher now with Gary Sanchez being traded to Minnesota. This is a guy to, I guess, watch out for. It's just one of those random guys that are just... You know, they just, for some reason, hit the, ball, uh, hit the ball well against our Toronto Blue Jays. So, you know, that's something to watch out for. Anthony Rizzo is still here playing first base for the Yankees. Joey Gallo, the power bat, uh, you know, left-handed hitter. It's a guy that was rumored to be going to the Jays or the Padres last uh, last trade deadline. He ended up going to the Yankees. They added another power bat between him, John Carlos Dan, and Aaron Judge. Boy, is there a lot of strikeouts in this Yankees team, but man. Do they have Goliaths in terms of power? They can mash baseballs out of any stadium. And uh, they still have DJ LeMayhew, who, you know, he had a down year, but that is a guy that can still get on base, get you hits in any fashion, and definitely an offensive weapon to watch out for. Glaber Torres is an interesting guy. You know, I drafted him in some fantasy leagues. I'm expecting him to have a bounce back season as much as I hate the Yankees. He does have some power to his name at the time of this recording. Uh, the Yankees are losing to the Red Sox 2-0. So, you know, if you listen to this episode and not to start the records off, it's because they are playing at the time of this recording, so make sure you're aware of that. But this is a Yankees team that, you know, they're all about power. They do have some arms. Garrett Cole, Severino, Chapman in the bullpen, Green, King, Holmes. Holmes is a guy that they got from Pittsburgh for Hoy Park and a couple other pieces. It was an underrated move by them because ever since they got Clay Holmes, they were able to refine his game and bring out the best of him. So real underrated addition there. They got Castro, Losega, Luge, Marinaccio, Marinaccio. Sorry, I like wow. I cannot speak today. Marinaccio in the bullpen, Peralta, and uh, you know the rest of the rotation: Cortez, German, Montgomery. We're gonna be talking all about that stuff, but. This is going to be a very entertaining matchup in this early set because, yes, 
you cannot win the AL East in April, but you could certainly lose it. And, you know, if the Jays pitching struggles in this one, obviously we're not going to see Ryu against the Yankees, which is good, but you have to watch out for losing this series because we saw what happened with the Jays last year. They lost a lot of series early on. A lot of people said, oh, it's just April. Don't worry about it. And it hurt them in the back half. And the second game set, which is going to be on April 12th, it looks like it's going to be Yusei Kikuchi against Cortez Jr., which is, you know, Kikuchi's first start as a Blue Jay in the regular season. Um, it's going to be interesting to see him. It's a 7.05 p.m. first pitch. Um, you know, after that, I think we might be seeing the rotation turn back to Barrios and Garrett Cole. So, you know, it's going to be kind of a series where you're going to see the best on best which is i'm like that's something i'm looking forward to i want to see the best on best especially early on i want to see how the jays can stack up against a team like the yankees obviously we know these are two teams that are going to be battling it out um all season long it's going to be jose barrios and garrett cole in this one this is going to be a tough game so wednesday night the lights will be on at yankee stadium um it is going to be loud and it's going to feel Kind of like an end-of-the-year game. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tight. Jose Barrios' ERA is 108 right now against Garrett Cole, 6-7-5. So both guys aren't coming off the opening nights that they are opening days they they wanted to, but this is certainly going to be the MLB game of the week for sure. Jose Barrios versus Garrett Cole. Then obviously on the Thursday, we have Kevin Gosman and his 5-40 ERA going against Luis Severino, 6 ERA. Obviously, like I said, you cannot put any effort into these numbers and thought into these because we just had the opening weekend. It is April. Literally people with a shortened spring training, nobody stretched out fully. It's going to take time to get into a groove. Things are going to be slow. And that is the same thing for pitchers. They had a shortened spring training. They want to make sure that they are completely healthy and there, there's no injury risk. So do not panic. Jose Barrios versus Garrett Cole is going to be the best matchup in the series, Kevin Gosman versus Severino, is certainly one to watch out for. But then on Friday, the Jays will be taking on the Oakland Athletics. So, yes, it is going to be a tough series with the Jays and Yankees, but it's one I'm looking forward to. Kikuchi versus Cortez is going to be so fun to watch. But Alec Manoa versus Jameson Tyon is my favorite, besides the Brios Garrett Cole game, obviously. Manoa, we know he embraces. Uh, pitching for the Toronto Blue Jays. We saw what he did in Yankee Stadium last season. He's going to get a chance to do that again in his first season start this year. Going against Jameson Tyon, the guy they got from the Pirates, drafted second overall. Tyon is a guy that the back half of last year really found his game, and he was really important to the end of the year run with the Yankees. And He's definitely a guy that if you get him in his game zone, and he is certainly a tough guy, to get out of that so he does have the potential to be real solid in this game but you have to get to him early because if you get his pitch count high he can struggle he can flare up and he can get into a real jam and we all know that the Yankees bullpen isn't what it was just a couple seasons ago so they do have some good arms in there guys like Chapman as I mentioned but this is still a game where you want to get to the bullpen early obviously at the start of the series and we need our pitchers who are starting these games to go deep in the weekend set. We have burned through our bullpen. We have used a lot of arms and it is going to be 
important that our starters eat up innings because we need to rest to prevent injury. With a short and spring training, injuries are a super high risk this year and definitely something to look out for. So it's going to be important to watch out for that. But with that, Jays Yankees is going to be awesome. But what a weekend we just had here in Toronto Rogers Center. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Bo Bichette showed why they are two of the best young offensive hitters in baseball. Teoscar Hernandez, the veteranship behind him and what he brings to the plate. Lourdes Gurriel looks like he's ready to have that breakout season as well, close to a Teoscar level. The pitching, if it can find its ground, which it will, everybody's got to breathe. Even if you look at the analytic size of things, all that stuff, they're going to bounce back. I just have that feeling. There's no way that these guys all of a sudden forgot how to pitch a baseball in a major league season game. So with that, let's go Blue Jays. Next level is kind of the campaign for this year is their new moto. So next level, Jays Yankees. This is always a series I get hyped up for. Jays Yankees can't wait. Going to be the first one of the year. This is a big series for the Blue Jays. They're coming off a loss on Sunday to the Texas Rangers. Let's see how they bounce back tonight. As Alec Manoa takes on Jamison Tyon in a battle of the AL East Giants. That's all for me, folks. Go Jays go, and I'll see you again soon.